Welcome back to another Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, author of the Ancient Illumination series, as well as the Umbani Chronicles. I am joined once again by Andrea Rose Washington. Hello. She is the author of Adolithia, a Lindo and Almond Tree's Magic. If you like science fiction and fantasy stories, go check those out as well. We are also joined by Jordan Purnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. He is the creator of eve of insurrection and now i think he's about to release reclamation as well he's got yeah got this copy Gotta get that plug. Gotta get yeah. right there. <laughs> he's also the graphic illustrator of the ancient illumination graphic novels and the soon to be released yambani chronicles comic genesis of a chaos master and he also did the illustration for jericho's bane comic today we are back one more again for another halo episode Streaming right now on Paramount Plus, we are up to episode seven, Inheritance, which I have to say, I was a bit surprised at this episode, mainly because, uh, to be honest, with all the ish we've been talking, I wasn't <laughs> as annoyed as I thought I would be with Quan. I'm still annoyed with her, but this was a bit of a reprisal for her because we get a flashback scene as they start off with. Uh, showing her in Madrigal and Quan, like she was a joke way before like <laughs> nothing new I word for word I said oh so she was a well I'm not this is PG she was an itch from the get go so the so, okay so she's staying true to who she is <laughs> yeah I was like this is this is ridiculous we get her with the uh, her father and family, or I guess their gathered family on Madrigal at the, what is it, kind of like a fuel refinery or something that they were on? Uh, now, as we watch more yeah. shows, we finally get more specification on where they're located on Madrigal. So they refined some type of fuel that he was in charge of, which is, I guess, some clarification for the conflict between them and some of the administrative people on the UNSC, where they wanted to dig for more fuel, and he, I guess, was hindering that progress which you know they were about their money so we get that little flashback scene and then true to form my girl is just you know fresh off of knocking Soren out she takes his uh, little dune buggy and speeds off headlong into a freaking sandstorm that was straight out of Mad Max, man. Yeah. I was like, I couldn't unsee it. I was like, yo, this is a few on some Mad Max right now. She, she don't have no goggles. She just driving right into a sandstorm. Like, okay, Quan. Okay. Yeah, where you going? Up. <laughs> At that Go ahead, moment, Andrea. I still disliked her. I still disliked her at that moment. I was still very much yeah, little yeah. girl. If you do not stop acting like the world is ending even though it is in your life. But still, if you don't just stop and think clearly and think for a moment without acting in anger and rage, maybe you'll get some answers. Maybe things will work better for you. Maybe Soren would have actually helped you out if you weren't acting like a little brat. Yeah. Did anybody else think uh, Karma had finally caught up to her when she gets stopped and all of a sudden a hood's thrown over her face? I was laughing <laughs> my butt off. I was like, yes. <laughs> finally. <laughs> something that like, caught up to her but she can stop being stubborn even though that, mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to do it she's captured by these it's pretty cool to see the little mystic uh, out in the desert with all the white hair for whatever reason everybody had just white hair yep. white lock <laughs> it's crazy um, but yeah I thought at that moment when they cut away I was like oh something's finally going to happen to her and I was, I was disappointed but like I said I, I was not as annoyed with this episode Especially it being so quan heavy, mm-hmm. yeah. It was mostly her and Soren's episode, pretty much, but more so focused on, focused on her. This was her growth episode. 
Her gro- yeah. I, yeah, I didn't expect us to get this. I remember a few episodes. I was like, I don't think they're gonna do it. And well, they, I did not think they, it was had, coming they had a growth episode. I was like, surprise, yeah. surprise. And I'm like, all right, cool. This is cool. Well, yeah, and and, and I was kind of surprised that it ties in to the other story that we've been given um, with Soren with Master Chief. It, it loosely ties kind of it it wove, wove it into the rest of the the quilt of the storyline nicely we get to see soren holding court basically back in his asteroid belt after escaping from madrigal i was slightly disappointed that i didn't see exactly how he got off madrigal we just exactly yeah. I, like like rewatching it i'm like he's just like yeah i had to roll the i had to flip the plane out to roll the plane whatever the, and i'm just like Wait, how did you get back here, buddy? I mean, I'm sure you found a way back, but I'm just like, this man got back pretty quickly. I'm like, okay. Yeah, spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't watched up to episode seven in Halo, but we're, we're discussing it. And we're technically behind, so I don't know why you would, if you were watching the show, why you wouldn't be caught up to this point. Um, and Quan is just constantly banging her head against the wall and she's the same way even after they finally stand her up in the desert with the mystics and she comes off as still trying to be super demanding at first and then she realizes i have no say don't touch that you're a prisoner honey stop talking (laughs) she was talking crazy trying to be like "I, i took down a grown man I'm gonna take y'all like calm down. I'm like, you're not gonna fight these these women. You're not gonna fight this black woman. You're not gonna fight these women with these white hair in the middle of the desert. They gonna they gonna smack you up. I'm like, you better chill out. Yeah. It was it was pretty funny episode for certain parts. Um and we can still see that Vishner still wants her dead, even more so after the mystics got to her because in his opinion, he's like, well, the mystics are what turned the father into what the father became. And I don't want another one of those. I, I told you I wanted to nip this in the bud. And then now the assassin didn't failed me. And he's talking to one of his, like, I guess his second in command, like, don't you fail me too? And so they then gathered up the old general. I'm like, why is Quan just out in the open? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Vishnu still wants her dead and Soren um we, we see that Soren has a hater back home that wants his <laughs> wants his spot. That was pretty funny. Like oh my god. Oh boys, like I need to have more 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 of a piece of the pie. You know, he's got his suspicions up. Like there was a nice little bounty on old girl's head. Uh I had a plan for a nice little heist we could pull off and you just run off with the girl there's no bounty there's no girl you done lost your ship and now you just pop back up like nothing happened with all these wonderful stories as we're you know pa- you know partying and mm-hmm. so you can tell old boy is hey and, and you can tell his his woman is pretty much instigating i think a majority <laughs> of it because they're speaking another language no, yeah, subtitles said it was like Hungarian or something. I was like, oh. She was know. telling him to stop. She was like, chill, just enjoy. He's like, these aren't my people. And she was like, they could be. Just chill, get me a drink. She didn't want him. Now, I will say, I do believe maybe she wants him to be in charge, but yeah. not in the way that he was doing it because he wasn't, when he confronted Soren at Soren's house, at Soren's party, he was not standing with his, like, you know, his shoulders back, talking from his chest, like, See, I don't know what you're talking about. He was like hunched over, a little like very timid. Like, yeah. no, that's not how you start a revolution, honey. You want to take Soren down? You take Soren down. You don't sort of like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I think. I mean, because I, I, you know, and then walk off like let's let he's drunk. No, that's <laughs> not how you start a revolution. Yeah. Now, yes, yeah, I definitely agree. The wife probably or the girl probably wants him to be in charge, but not like that. Not looking all weak and stuff where you just roll over and show your belly because everyone's looking at you like this drunk guy. She was cautioning him initially, but either either it might have been another woman that was talking to him. Um, but later on, she's getting her mad rapper on, like, tell him why you mad, son, in, in the other <laughs> language. When he initially brings up like the issue, That's like after he, he speaks up, she's like, no, don't get quiet now. Speak up. Tell him, you know, tell him. 
and he should have said it with his shoulders back, head held high. Yeah, and another thing, but yeah. not, and you know, I had, we could have done so much. And I was like, dude, I could push you over. <laughs> the way you're looking right now, I could push you over. <laughs> Yeah, and then at the end of the end of that scene, which I didn't fall for it, um, but later on, Soren makes it seem as if he's really open to this alternate score that was shut. And I was like, I wasn't falling for that. I was like, oh, that that sounds <laughs> up to me. He's making nice right now, but I think he's going to take his opportunity to uh, to prove his point later on. And and I was I was proven right. Um. But it was cool to see him back. He had his little his little snakeskin suit on. He had a little vest and, and pants <laughs> on. He was, you know, he was sipping his wine with the wife. And I, that's at first that's what a girl was telling. Uh, I don't want the don't what the character's name is, but she was telling him, yeah, you need to relax. This is a party. Enjoy yourself. This may not feel like your people, but if you relax, they they could be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I imagine it's got to be like when you're out in space, similar to being like out at sea on ship, it, you become a close-knit family because there's no one else really to, to kind of vibe with. Like you stuck, you all you got. You stuck with them people. So you can't be roughing everybody's feathers and run the risk of somebody shooting you out of an airlock later. Because I mean, you in space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> on Afro, and it's not even like a whole planet. You, they got like a loosely strung together Comments. group of asteroids in, in some unknown a place that the, the UNSC obviously doesn't know where this place is somehow. What were you about to say? Um, so I know he said how Soren wanted to know about that idea. When they got on, did anyone else think when he was like walking to the little ship by himself that it was gonna fall off the track? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. When they said when they showed that little hole, <laughs> y'all are funny. Aperture, yeah, I did. I did think he was gonna someone's gonna shoot him out of that little aperture right there. It was gonna widen out, and all of a sudden he would just be in space with. By himself, like uh huh. Like I definitely you. saw an issue coming with that little ship until the arm stopped, and I was like, "Oh, so Soren's not going to kill him there?" Okay, I definitely thought Soren was about to just okay. Oops, an accident! It fell off the rail. You're shooting into space. No, someone help him. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're having, they're having the discussions with uh, Soren's wife. You see that he just can't seem to let Quan go simply because of his his perceived obligation to Master Chief. <sighs> like she's like, she's gone now. She's down on the planet, you know, let it go. And he's like, I made a promise. And I'm like, oh man, here we go. Not this. I was hoping he would just, you know, let her leave her to her own devices. That's what I was hoping. In the back of my mind, like, yeah, she bad. You you Billy badass now. You you don't you don't uh, down a grown man and all that, and you're gonna start some revolution on your own with nobody help despite everybody telling you the revolution is done. It's a done data. Leave it be. I was hoping he was just going to let it ride and, and take care of his own and deal with his own people and not go back to Madrigal. He had to. I, so I did something I don't like to do, but like I had to like read ahead and fast forward to see what that ending was going to be because I was like, either that or I'm not watching the rest of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> really on because when he showed up I was just like why this makes why why did you do this I can't not think of a single logical reason for you to do what you just did for hey, you to you that want that I, money she's still owing him a ship she's still owing him a ship we all know why, that's not why he came back we all it was, know it was forced writing they just forced him. <clears throat> they, they forced him. The obligation to Master Chief that yeah, he really that doesn't, was. like we had discussed previously, really doesn't need the honor because, to he be truthful, Master Chief, you don't owe him nothing. After mm-hmm. you know, he gave me five minutes. Now you got <laughs> not the five minutes. Yeah, not the yeah the five minutes, and now you even gave me this other burden I have to keep up with, and it's becoming a pain in the ass. I've lost me a ship. I've been stranded out in the desert because she didn't knock me out with a taser. Uh, yeah, I'd have, I'd have let her go. She, she, mm-hmm. I, I, she'd have been caught by Vishnu because I wouldn't have came back and Vishnu would have showed up at the fuel refinery and, and clapped up Quan and that would have been the end of that storyline if I was if I was on. I'd been chilling in my little snakeskin suit with my lobster arm. Now 
<laughs> that would have mm-hmm. been it, man. He got the little, you know, the West Side hands go. <laughs> That would have been the end of that yeah, story, man. I would let that ride. What are you thinking, Jordan? I I just it's it's it and I stick with it for the sake of just like what you know, I want to get to the end of Halo, but it's like Soren needs to stop. He he just they're they're kind of like writing him into that corner of being that like token black character who's like borderline almost like the the black savior magical negroes like all right i've been tasked to task to you know to have this obligation due to to john and i have to do this i'm like you like y'all been saying we don't they don't he doesn't owe him anything and i'm like just let her go bro but when he showed up i was like all right sorry we're gonna see you do some things and i was i was excited about that yeah so it, it, this wasn't my favorite episode, obviously, but I, it, it, it could have easily seen the synopsis when, when Quan was going to be the focal point. I, I, in my mind, I had assumed this could easily be like one of the worst episodes, and it wasn't. No, yeah. it was. I mean, it was more entertaining than like literally like I don't know, but was it between episode three or we had some really slow points? This was like way more entertaining than those episodes for sure. And I'm like, hmm, good job. Okay, this is fine. And they kind of, I like how they kind of brought her story. I feel like we got, we're getting, we're gonna get some closure. We've got some, closure. some substance so to like, it, yeah. And some of that. Are we gonna, we're gonna talk about her, her trip? I yeah, guess we'll, I we, guess we, we'll uh, call it. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're we're gonna get to that after because did they give us that kind of in the middle of the episode? So mm-hmm. after the break, we'll come back and talk about her trip which has been done multiple times i think over shows i know yeah. i know andrea's not not too into star wars so i don't know if you've watched bubble Crab. <laughs> they did kind of the same thing with him just or or the walkabout it's it's an old yeah. trope like you you get in I this scene right? the one where luke goes to the tree thingy yes yeah yoda yeah, similar similar things, but yeah, mm-hmm. but the more particular where um, you get some type of medicinal help to see visions, and all of a sudden you're you know it, it's an old trope. That it's done. my favorite trope. It's <laughs> your favorite trope. It's one of my favorite tropes. Actually. It's been done kind of ad nauseum. They did it in uh, Book of Boba Fett uh, when before he can get his gaffy stick, they have some like, oh my god lizard climb up his nose and he gets high and sees vision in order to get his gaffy stick and learn yeah. his kind of place in the world. So yeah, it's kind of a mm. a trip. They do it differently here. But it's the same. It's the same thing, literally. When she goes to the mystics in the desert, so I guess yeah, we can we can actually uh, take a break now and then come back and get to that. Get to where Quan goes on their little mystic journey. We'll talk to you in a second. And welcome back to the second half of the Ascari cast. My name is Rod Van Blake, and I'm joined once again by Jordan Pinnell Jackson. Hey, everybody. And Andrea Rose Washington. Hi. We are continuing our discussion on Episode 7, Inheritance of Halo, streaming now on Paramount+. And we're getting to the part where basically Quan goes on a walkabout. She's demanding from the mystics to, to be told what what they told her father basically and the lead, I don't know if she, is she ever given a name like is she ever called by name the leader of this mystics the black lady with the white hair um Des, Desiderata I think that's not okay. enough but, but that, that was a name but I don't think Quan ever like says yeah. her name too often but she does announce her name yeah and so she's like you're not ready and of course she begins to storm off and stubbornly Quan is like I'm here I didn't I didn't did my thing I didn't I didn't whooped up uh, a Spartan, basically, is what she's trying to tout herself as this, this badass. And she's like, oh, you think you're ready? All right. And she goes in. And uh, well, she did some weird thing where she turned, like, flame into water in, in her hand. And yeah. And a little chalice, hands it to her. 
And it was that was interesting because Quan did that in the beginning of the episode. Like they kind they have that kind of parallel reference to like what she did in the past with the flame. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like the flashback. And then, yeah, so she goes on a walkabout. Basically, she drinks the she drinks the Jim Jones juice given to her in the desert, <laughs> and, and ends up passing out, waking up in a vision, and then we finally see Master Chief in this episode, and he's not saying nothing at all. He's like, every time she follows him down the corridor, like she wakes up, she's back on the Pelican, basically being brought back to the UNSC when they first encountered each other on Madrigal, and she has no idea, she's like, why am I back? She's in this like dream state, and it keeps going from scene to scene was kind of interesting. Um, I was laughing me too. <laughs> Go ahead, I Andrea. Say, I have to say, before the walkabout, when Quan was like yelling at everyone, um, when the lady told her that you know she wasn't ready, I just really wanted to see her sort of like, I'm not okay. I'm not advocating for violence, people, but I would have <laughs> liked her to pop her in the mouth. <laughs> like, you need to have some type of respect. Like, Beating all little to, kids. No, see, I'm not advocating for violence. <laughs> I was being very freaking disrespectful. And then Just, you like, wanted you wanted a nice backhand. Is that what you wanted? Not even a backhand. Not like even a, a backhand. A light touch of like really? watch you who you're talking to. You said you, a light touch. Like, you searched for us, but enough to where Quan understood you needed to chill that attitude. Yeah. Like before you like understand where you are. You need to be a lot more. Were you walking in my house? Like yeah. you're in, like yeah, you're in my house. My rules. You don't get to disrespect me because it's like it was showing that the late, like she was being so disrespectful and still got everything that she wanted. Yeah, mm-hmm. she wanted like, to get a fresh one. <laughs> like, or make her wait till next episode. Like, make her like sh- make her show some type of respect to these women mm. before they gave her what she was looking for. Because regardless of the fact that it, it and like she had to go through what with. She had to go through what she went through in the walkabout and came out changed on the other end. How are you gonna how are you gonna show up? How are you gonna search for them? Because they helped your father, and you're gonna come in there yelling at them, screaming at them, saying, I'm gonna fight all of you, full of rage, and you're being so disrespectful, mm-hmm. and then you still get what you want. No, I'd, have been, yeah, be I'd, I'd have been rolling had they just all started molly whopping her right then and there. I'll fight all you. That would have been hilarious. That would have been that would have been amazing. That would have been, been amazing. If she like, okay. and then was like knocked on her, like knock that's what I'm talking about. Like she there's something they needed to have put her in her place before they gave her what she wanted. What she she needed fun. to be humbled a bit. Yeah. And she wasn't humbled before the the um she wasn't humbled before the walkabout. She got humbled she, in it. But yeah, she that's what I was, I was about to yeah, say. Yeah, on, she got humbled inside it. That was crazy. Yeah. We got uh, Rhett with his, like, his oh, butter hate, on it. He makes me there's, there's butter on this nigga's teeth or something. He calling <laughs> up to it. Butter. Thick, thick yeah, he got butter. butter on his teeth. He's, you know, giving her weapons. Like, oh, come on in here. To make room, make room. We got our uh, fights. I, I thought they were about to have some, like, little ceremony. And now the next day, made for a fight, and it gives her a chain. And on the other side is Master Chief in full Mark IV Mjolnir armor. Like, what you gonna do with that chain? Terminator. Like, chain. Honestly, though, the chain would have been more helpful than the, than the the knife. At least with the chain, she could have maybe like wrapped it tightly around his neck and cracked his armor. Had a better chance of doing that. She's not sure. <laughs> She's no, not even strong enough to do that. I'm, okay. not saying, I'm not saying the chain was oh. smart. I'm saying it was smarter. Than trying to stab his armor. I mean, he the definitely stood there and let her around his neck. His neck. Over, like, okay, someone smarter could have like used it in a smarter way to like maybe tie him up, even if it was not going to hold him away, like something versus just openly trying to stab Smack. armor that it didn't go in the first time, no. didn't go in the second time, is definitely going to go in the third time. Were you guys interpreting that as her dying each time the screen went black? Like, yeah, was she, that that was my interpretation. She dies and then just gets back up again. And then he and he come with a different dumber weapon each time and give him another try. And basically, Master <laughs> Chief at the end, chain, gun. just let her punch herself out till she finally got down on her knees and like, what do you want from me? 
forgot what the Tyrese cry. Yeah, it was pretty me? much. What do you? What else? What do you want me to do? What do you want from me? And she finally gets some clarity. Um, that you know, Master Chief offers his hand, like to 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 accept her to, to get up and stand with us, and then leads her off into this dream world desert, and then somehow it doesn't have all his armor on the second time and it just walks off and you get this weird like I, I, what I'm assuming is a march of ancestors for her um, very avatar last yeah that just materialized like. in the Which end like. like the end line yep. into her father yes and then uh, she, it's explained that this is some type of portal and we don't know what the, where the portal leads but we're, we're protectors and she's kind of given some wisdom and finally I think she's starting to Listen, because everybody's been telling her the whole time, you're going about this the wrong way. And he finally tells her that, you know, we're, we're both leaders, but we're different and we have to lead the same way. So, no, you don't have to go and do things the way I did it. Obviously, you can't raise an army like I did and people won't come to you the way they did for me. So you're going to have to go about things a different way. You have your own gifts. Use them. Right now, that gift is being a smartass, but you know, we'll do whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> Andre, you have the most quiet hate here. So, was this was this fulfilling for you? It was, but it also was too quick. Mm. It didn't seem short. Unless, unless we can find out exactly how much time she spent in the walkabout, because we don't really know how much time passed between when she passed out and to. When she woke up, because between Soren's storyline and her storyline, even though we don't really know when they're happening, it looks like they're happening at the same time. God. So it's like, unless she was out and out of the walkabout, like she was out of it in that walkabout for like a week or two weeks, three weeks at a time. Probably eight hours. It was probably I a night. feel like it was too quick. Mm. Okay. And whenever there's really a journey that's supposed to stick, a lot of times it takes a little bit longer for it to be like a true like change for true understanding for true growth it sometimes takes time and i don't feel like this was enough time for it to truly stick which yeah. is why i was like i wanted even though i don't advocate for violence people this is why i wanted it to be something to like break her down she needs to have time to reflect with before she does walk, before she did the walkabout, come to terms, and then go into that, and then come into more terms, and then like change, but not. I'm gonna be loud and angry, do the walkabout. I'm calm and serene now. Like it just wasn't. Uh -huh. It was too quick for me. Like it, it's nice to see her not acting um, as a brat anymore. Uh -huh. You wanted to see more but of a transition. I wanted to see more of a true transition, yeah. Mm. And it just seems like we need to fix her character because no one likes her. Oh, <laughs> we're gonna out. do it in one episode. We're gonna do it in thirty minutes or fifteen yeah. minutes. Like, it wasn't even like a month. Like it was a montage, but it wasn't really like a real montage of like time passing and seeing her yeah. growing and studying and managing her rage and her anger. Because like yeah. you really didn't let that go. There's no way you let that <laughs> let that all the anger you had about your father's death in that walkabout. You may have come mm. to terms with you you're not gonna be able to do it the same way your dad did but you're, you didn't all that anger you felt did not just evaporate like that you still need to process it and i'm like i don't think i was saying unless we don't know how long that walkabout is and every minute in there was like an hour in the real world or a day to, i don't know it just seems too quick for me and she still didn't really learn because she takes she takes everything super literally like go back <laughs> to where it all began and she like We've already heard that Soren, um, Vishnu has raised the bounty on her head. Uh -huh. She makes no moves to kind of hide herself whatsoever. We uh -huh. see the general, the form, which I still think that general, uh, the, the one that was left, sold them out in some kind of way. You see Vishnu interrogating her, trying to find out. The funny thing, ironically, he's trying to find out where Quan is, and then my man pops up with the iPad showing exactly where she, she is right there and she, yeah he hands her so she's like hmm he doesn't even, i don't even need to talk to you no more and she states her business yeah 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 go you know do what you got to do and of course being the the dastardly villain he's oh, supposed man. to be 
He shoots her in the back. Yeah, just, yeah, yeah, go handle that. Yeah, get them yeah, groceries. Like, wow, yeah, I wasn't gonna let you get them groceries. <laughs> like, man, my boy is a cold piece. He is. And so they're on their way to go where Juan is off to, so she can have her actual physical walkabout back to where she, I guess, grew up or whatever. And miraculously, Soren is already there. Like, yeah, it was convenient how he just showed him. Like, how did he know that she was gonna be there at that right time? He waited. Yeah. He's been there for hours, yeah, Andre, like, to give you time. Yeah, because <laughs> no, he's like, if I found you, Vishnu can find you. Well, how did you find her? Yeah, how did you find her, dude? Because Vishnu found her through a satellite, which. Either he was still just tracking that area and hoping she would go back, or he had a satellite that could track her but didn't track her until that very moment. So that was very unclear for me too. It was like, were you just were you just watching the settlement to see who went back? Yeah. Because it said like target. So it was like, okay, or did you have a tracker on her and it just dawned on you now to use it? <laughs> I'm thinking maybe there's there was there's like constant surveillance on these these dig sites and or the fuel refineries because they're supposed to be super valuable so it makes sense that they would have surveillance on an asset on the planet that's mainly why they're there we want to dig up these resources and my boy was not letting us dig them resources up uh, which is kind of confusing because like it was they, the, the gas refinery thing was shut off they had to you know manually turn it back on i would think after the main fomenter of the revolution gone they would have just went in and turned all these things on and just begin. Oh, and still mine. mine yeah, everywhere. yeah, that was that was a little weird. They kind of that. That's a good point, bro. Like, that is a resource they have to give to the UNSC. So why not continue to mine for it and keep keep production moving? So that was that was a little weird. Yeah. So we have a standoff briefly between Quan and Soren, which you know is going to be cut short because. Vishner's on the way, leading to a few of the cooler scenes, I believe, in this, at least for me, in this episode, as when the soldiers get up and then predictably Vishner goes through this villain announcement <laughs> over, he's got like a bullhorn and he's talking. And so we get to see Soren go full on like Batman Arkham stealth mode. He's just whooping up groups of soldiers. Uh, He's everywhere. He's everywhere. <laughs> this black man's everywhere with this, this, this deformed he's arm. He's throwing swords doing, at He's throwing knives at us. He's doing all types of just messing them all up. And Vishnu's like, just just find a girl. <laughs> Stop worrying about him. We're not here for him. If he's so much trouble, just find her. And of course, she's slinking around in and under and around. She has a underground tunnel through, mm-hmm. through the, the mining facility. It was interesting. Um, I did like that part. Like I said, him him going Batman Arkham on everybody and just just whooping ass the whole time. Go ahead. Oh, question. Maybe I don't know if I missed this or not, but I, this is what I was thinking while I was watching it. If you had the satellite to see where she was running through the 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 base, why did you use the satellite to like literally watch everyone and it's like, oh, she's right there, or oh, he's right there. It seemed like you had it on an iPad, so it was portable, so you could see where everyone was. Like from like you didn't have to get out the car; you could just direct. Like I just didn't oh my get God, unless, that I so funny. Oh my God. unless I missed yeah. it. Unless I missed it. I think you would still you would in order to capture her, you'd still have to get out. I don't. You got to get out the car. Got you got to. You'd have to get out. My thing though. With with the type of weaponry they probably would have at their disposal, why not just like uh, if you got satellite like nowadays, you know, smart bombs, we could we could just yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why did up. they just do that? Do they like, have that type of weaponry in Halo? I just do they have like uh, they have, know, have satellite sniper. rail guns and and stuff. Yeah, in Halo, yeah. they at least have a sniper. They have snipers. They have all types. Of oh, stuff. they could have had a. They could easily had a. Sniper. So it was like you. Yeah, they were being said, stupid. Okay, there she is. She's moving. She, targets moving, target move. She should be in your sight. You see her? Yep, see her out. Like it. I just don't get why you used it to say, "Oh, I found her. She's here." Like I can literally see her moving on at this refinery, and then you get to the refinery. Where'd they go? You you've already seen where she is. Like just hold up the iPad again. Yeah. Because- give Vish- somebody give Vishner iPad, please. Yeah. Cause, like because 
you wouldn't get this scene without it. That's why you want the cool fight scene. You don't I, get I that. Think, I think it still it still could have happened though. It just would have been nice to cut away to like that. Could have been a cool moment of them cutting away to like satellite footage of seeing Soren killing everybody, and then like they, it it, it would have felt like a video game as well. So it could have yeah. worked. It could have worked. That's true. It could have. They could have worked. Could look like a video game to seeing them like, like Call of Duty that. type stuff. You know? Speaking of which, we do get some more fan service in this uh, series us. for those Tell that us. played the video games. Of course, you see the uh, Covenant dead bodies all over the place and Vishner making the comment. It's called them ugly bastards. <laughs> so these are the aliens everybody's talking about? Ugly bastards. Yep. And uh, as Quan is trying to make her way through the refinery at, at the installation, uh, she's looking around for weapons and almost gets cornered. And she finds a a round object, which obviously is now after, after she uses, I realized was a sticky plasma grenade from the games. I was so happy. I was yeah, so and she sticks that. it to the back. <laughs> he's he's running away trying to figure out well, what is this? What is this? Where is this? And blows him up, and then scrambling underneath the uh, vehicles. Uh, unironically, I know they're thinking this is going to be ironic. She just <laughs> so happens to find. Master Chief's specific assault rifle under the truck. Because when she wipes the dirt mm-hmm. away, you see the 117 mm-hmm. marked on the rifle. I'm like, really? Of all the rifles she could have found sitting under the truck, she finds Master Chief's assault rifle. Of course she found that. Yeah. They don't take their stuff with them? <laughs> no, you, I mean, you One saw in the eight. other battles, Master Chief doesn't really care. He's like picking up weapons <laughs> with his empty throat. He chucked the, the pistol at somebody. He'll yeah, no, he, he'll get another... He'll get another weapon later. He's, he's dropping them, even though it makes <laughs> more sense he would keep them, especially if they're like customized for each person to have that specific weapon. Oh yeah, they've they've explored, explored that in some science fiction where they have like the the they have weapons that maybe like you need like a some type of fingerprint or genetic to, to use yeah genetic marker to use that gun. But no, not in, not in Halo. Anybody can yeah. pick up. Unless, unless you're talking about the artifact, because that's somehow genetically locked for a, a few individuals to be able to access. Um, but yeah, that was pretty much a majority. This, this we've discussed everything in the episodes. I think we've all felt similarly about it. Like I said, I, I wasn't as annoyed. I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I'll say that that I wasn't as annoyed as I felt I would be with this particular character. And I do believe they did a better job of kind of fleshing her out and making her more relatable. Because, yeah, all the other episodes where you see her, it's like it's instant, yeah, instant hate. Like, why? Why is this person here? Why does she need to be breathing still? Just get rid of her, please. And now at least this has given her a little bit, a semblance of redemption. I've seen a lot of hate and vitriol online for the show overall, but... Mm. I'm still, I'm still enjoying it for the most part. Like I said, there, there's some annoying things that really annoy me about it, but I'm not as uh, angry about things as as I'm seeing online, which is uh, hilarious to me. I'm not, I'm not angry. Oh, Andre, Andre, you, you, you started Friday. Okay, I'm, I'm not angry about it. It's just, it's kind of like I, I started out with this show not having high expectations, and so, but, but this show is like. It's not as good as it could be. It's like okay, it's just yeah. okay. Um, we'll, we'll get into it as the season wraps. Up. I I think a lot of the hate is coming from. So when I watched the show, because I did know a little bit about Hill, I didn't know a lot about it, but like I thought about it like any movie that comes from a video game, not mm-hmm. a book or not like another TV show, but like anything that comes from like a video game, you have to expect them to change something to make it fit television. Yeah. Right. Like with Doom they change things. Um with um I had a whole list in my head of video game t- t- uh, t- TV show or movies and I just lost them all. But it's like you have to sort of expect them to have to change things to make it fit and you can't expect it to be a hundred percent pure to the game because otherwise just watch the game this, I mean, yeah that's what i was game. gonna say you have you have those things already yeah so like it has to change and i feel like people don't sometimes make that disconnect of okay the game halo game is one thing 
the TV show is going to be using some of the same characters, but the storyline and how they do things is going to be different because it wouldn't really make sense in the show for him to never take his helmet off. Yeah, yes, it wouldn't. Yeah. It does Uh-oh. not. <laughs> it does not. Wait, I mean, they would have... conversation. The, it does not. Andre, I feel like the only way they could... they. I feel like... I, I, that's what they're trying to do. Exactly. But I feel like it would be just a very different show if he never took his helmet off and he's just walking around just doing stuff. Half the things that they're doing wouldn't work. So, like, if they did that, this entire storyline with him growing doesn't work. With him doing anything doesn't work. That's what I'm saying. Like, it cannot be the same rules as as the game because then just play the game. Because otherwise, you're just, like, you're not getting a story. You're getting the, someone trying to put a video been, game on a, a screen and having a TV show by the rules of a video game. Had they done what I described, it would have worked because you still have him take the helmet off. You just don't see his face. So he can, like I said, you can have the other characters react to him and have him actually take the helmet off and speak, but you don't see that face so that you have the same thing. You can have the same interactions. You couldn't. You have to see it through the eyes of the characters around him. That character, but, much of that helmet is a vast majority of what the for character the game. is. For the game. For, that's what I'm saying. It has media. to change. Because the story when he, the, the story, the episode when he's staring at the doctor through the through the TV screen, it won't, through the, um, when he has her like, uh, about to poison her, basically. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be emotionally yeah. the same to not it see won't. the hurt in his eyes. Not see the anger in his eyes. It's not going to play the same. You could still see the inside of the helmet. They've shown shots with you but looking through and see, seeing part of see. his face. But and you're not going to see his, how he's reacting to it. You're not going to see his visceral reaction. And if you don't get that emotional change, that scene doesn't mean as much. Mm. You're not going to see. So I'm saying, like, you can still do it, but it's not going. You couldn't have the same storyline because they're trying to humanize him. You can't humanize him if you never see him. So unless you change she's the right. storyline, right. no, she's not. <laughs> how do you have a humanized character if you still treat him like he's an object? Because. Where the, it's the character though. That's what the character is. Or the is. game. For, That's what I'm saying. You have to, it's not just it, the game though. It is. It's not. I have a question. Hundreds of books and other medium aside from the game that is him. It's so, in it. And it's Rod, never Rod how did they? Rod, how did they? Just tell me how did they explore in in the in the novels or in a book? How did they explore Master Chief and his story? How did they tell that story? Just if you can summarize it. They basically. It's basically like a narration of what's going on, but he still doesn't take it off. You get that. You And of course, with words, as you're reading them, that's another right. way to communicate yep. emotion and um, basically fleshing out of the character in a way that's, that's more in detail than you get with uh, the other mediums. You, you Are they humanizing that. him in, the, in those? Yeah, at times. Does he remove his helmet in the book? Otherwise, they wouldn't. That's odd would, to me. It, it wouldn't be such a big deal. It, but I mean, that's not the only character that was done for. Like Bubba mm-hmm. Fett hadn't taken his helmet off the entire time for a vast majority of until recently. I mean, he was a side, but he was kind of a side character, background character. He it's, was, he was no, afforded. He was kind of afforded that right. He could just take it. You know, my boy has his own trilogy. On. And his own games and his own right. Oh, we know that in the books, so, but I'm just yeah, saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're discussing how it was done for other mediums with a similar aspect to it. It can be done. I feel like it would work. For me, it would work better as a movie. If we had an hour-long, two-hour-long movie, I could sit through that in and watch Master Chief never take his helmet off or save it to the end. That, that, and that's, that's my, that was my other point. If you're going to do it, it should have more impact and not have been done so early as it was done in this show. It's done the very first episode. So well, yeah, I agree. I agree. Kind of, they they did. I think they could have waited until a couple that. more episodes to do that. But so I do not believe to have any connection with the audience because this is a different media, and people connect by seeing each other's faces. It wouldn't have a lot of the scenes that where he has an emotional reaction to something. Besides when he's having like in the middle of a fight and he's worried about Kai and like trying to get to her, but when he's having those one-on-one conversations. If he's in a helmet, 
having those conversations, they don't mean as much to me. Because in my mind, you're you could literally be anyone. How do I even know you're actually Master G? You literally could be anyone. I'm not gonna connect with you because I have nothing to connect with. I have a faceless, I'm so angry. Okay, but your face doesn't tell me you're angry. Your face but now you you've diluted happen. you've diluted the effectiveness of it by taking it off from the very beginning and just showing it the whole time. But now, I'm saying, like, if I'm agreeing that they could, yeah, we all pushed, agree on that. Pushed, we could, they could have pushed it back. They could have saved episode show. five or four. Yeah, they could save Easily. showing his face to episode five and six. But I'm saying the scenes in which he was emotional, which he was having a reaction to someone, where it was playing off of body language and how he was literally seeing his anger the scene where he realized that he was lied to and he lunged for the doctor so when if he I jumps in his face i would not have it wouldn't have been it wouldn't have mattered as much you, because you don't so don't when someone runs angry. and jumps and does a superman punch in midair you don't think they're angry at that point but i can see the hurt in his eyes i can see the hurt on his face i can see how much it's affecting him with just a helmet on you're just anything to me you're not a He's not even human to me when he's in that suit because I don't see anything from him. He's in full combat mode. I'm not going to connect that. Oh, you miss your mom and dad. I don't care. I don't even know what you look like. So, like, I think you're right. I think I you're. I think you're right when it comes to most characters, but with certain specific characters, I it it just has to be that way. They would have. They would have. They should have. I mean, with his. I just think that, like, with his helmet on. We saw. We saw. We saw Mandalorian. Yeah. They did a very good job of showing us not showing his helmet, but like they wrote it very well. So like we care about him, and they threw a baby. They threw a baby in there, which is the. I never saw the easy part. That was kind of cheating, but yeah. Everything. I don't yeah, baby, you throwing babies in there. That's already you already got. That was kind of cheating because they yeah they they played on the cuteness and, and the. Uh, <laughs> that's all that was. They wanted that money. They, they got us with that one, but like the Mandalorian is a good example of like how they did it successfully and like. But what they did was that like every episode they gave us, there was, it was almost very like we're going on a mission or it was very action adventure heavy. And it worked for that. And I don't think this Halo series would have like how like Andrea said, how they wrote it, they were making it slower paced, more drama. And yeah. that's why they that's why showing the helmet kinda had to happen. But had they actually like followed, I guess, the Mandalorian blueprint and just had him doing like maybe we see him like actively going after artifact and different planets and just like going on missions and and, and fighting Covenant. That would have been that probably would have been great. The Halo fans would have loved that. Would've the Halo fans would have loved it. And that's probably like, we we could have sat with that for three episodes like he goes to every planet. Yeah. In and general, then, this is not as cohesive, I think. And then it's like, we yeah. And then they, we kind of hop around with different characters and stories. And so I see why it takes away. Like, honestly, like, I'd rather this show been the Soren show, to be honest with you. <laughs> like, so, like I, I feel like Soren is like, is like my favorite character. And he happens to look like me. So maybe that's what it is. Even the lobster arm? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <What's that? laughs> so so like I it's just it's 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 what it is, but yeah. They they could have they for sure, I mean this could have been done better, but we we gotta if see how all in action base. I don't need to see his face. If yeah, exactly. Like if we just watch him shooting, I, I don't him. need to see his face. But they're making it more emotionally based. Yeah. Than- than throwing an action. So that's why I need to see his face. They could have waited like a couple episodes mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. before they showed his face. If it's that such of a big deal, they didn't need to show his face in the first episode. Honestly, they didn't need to show his face until maybe episode. Well, if they moved him getting the Cortana thing, because that wouldn't even have made sense with him getting it with us not understanding why. But it wouldn't have made sense or it didn't have to make sense until he learned the truth about like his parents or something. But like since they're making it more drama based, I'm like, you need that to connect because they're trying to get us to connect and humanize him and see him as more than just... Because I think that's the point of the show is to make him yeah. seem more than just Master Chief, which is why... Yep, I agree. They need to, that's why we need to see him. But if it wasn't about not, make, not making him more than Master Chief, I don't care if I never see your face. Yeah. But they're trying to make us see you more. They're trying to make us see him as more than Master Chief. 
which is why it's important to see his face. But if we don't need to, if we don't need to care that he's Master Chief or know who he is under the helmet, I'll never, I never need to see your face. If yeah. it's just you shooting and fighting, I never need to see your face. But if you want me to connect with you and see you as more than just what you, uh-huh. your outer layer is, I can never do that if I never see it. Mm. Yeah, we have to agree, agree to disagree because I, I think I could probably write up a GMC Marine for my own stories and do it and never show you his face and still give you emotional linkage for readers to on paper, yes. identify on with. Paper, oh, yes. in, in film too, film and TV too, I think I could do it. Not for me. Challenges. Somebody's putting out the challenge. Challenge. Because the only thing is, if you want someone to connect with not just the character, but with them being human or whatever aspect you're trying to get them to see, but you never get to see that aspect that you're trying to get us to connect with, how do I connect with this? Because how do I know what I'm connecting with? Relatable you situations. It's not just face alone human. that does it. Maybe it's, I connect more because I'm former military. I don't know, but I, I could, I could. I could see it happening easily with, with the situations you put the characters in and how they deal with it. It has to be written well enough, in my opinion. If you're not going to show True. a character, you have to write it very well. It has to be done very well. I feel like True. on paper, it can be done easily because we picture people in our minds. Right. That's the, che- that's the cheat code for y'all. But it's like, same thing, like, you know, if you meet someone online, you want to see what they look like. You don't want to just go by looking at a blank screen like you want to have some type of connection to them mm-hmm. that's, the human. I, that's the humanity in us all you know, yeah and if you want me to see someone as human but I never get to see if you're human how do I connect with you for me like how how can I connect with you if I never actually get to connect with you I'm going off of your as far as I know you're still army you may not even be human under the helmet like I just I don't know if I can never see you I can't connect with you even over screen I don't need to see you in person (laughs) six feet apart man another one thank you guys Mm -hmm. again for uh, discussing these things with me and uh, the couple of y'all that I see are still on the live appreciate you taking the times out of your day to watch our discussions of Halo be sure to check us out on Anchor. We'll be dropping the audio from this discussion later, and the podcast will be distributed to Anchor and then to Apple, Google, and like six other uh, podcast channels uh, available. Don't forget to check out Trekkie and Beyond. A Star Trek podcast. Discover Discovery with us. Yes, they're going through Discovery with Michael Burnham. And uh, Andrea Rose Washington, along with Monica Pinkett, will be talking about that. Be sure to check that out. If you're on Anchor and you hit that uh, support button, we would be greatly appreciative of it. It lets us keep going and let us know that we're doing the right thing if you're enjoying our content. And it also allows us to step our game up uh, periodically. Thank you all for your time. and We will talk to you another time. Peace. Peace.